Just last year, we found the original plans for Cleveland Hall, a building here on the campus of Washington State University. It was built and dedicated in the very early 1960s. As you can imagine, we've used bits and pieces of this for various social media Throwback Thursday posts. But aside from poking fun at the wardrobes and hairstyles, it's interesting to observe what the technology was like and how it was to be integrated into the classroom. In this case, there was going to be a lab with a lot of old televisions, though they weren't old at the time. And pre-service teachers were going to learn how to use these in their lessons. You see, technology integration has always been vital. So with every new building built, we must look at how to integrate current technology and prepare for future technology, whatever that may be. Back in the early 1960s, when Cleveland Hall was built, did they realize the TV industry was planning to bring color TV to the masses through the New York World's Fair only two years later and make it the year of color television? What will today's tomorrow hold? We have to be ready by not only teaching to the current technology, but teaching the principles of adaptability with technology. It's no easy feat. With the new digital technology classroom at WSU, there was some research that went into the design. We met up at Academic Showcase with educational psychology doctoral student Kripa Sundar, who joined with some AMS folks to research active learning environments and how technology could best be implemented in the DTC. Education Eclipse starts now. Education, news, and research. These are the conversations happening inside education, athletic training, sports science, and sport management that are going to transform each. It's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. Back here on Education Eclipse, and I'm joined by, say your full name. Narayan Kripa Sundarajan. But we affectionately just call you Kripa. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on the podcast, first of all. Kripa, in Brian 404, you guys used that as a prototype, and by you guys, I mean you and John Manwaring and Brad Clark, you used that as a prototype to collect data and identify support that faculty need to best utilize technology in spaces, and specifically for a kind of a neat project coming up. Tell me about that. Sure. So the digital classroom building opens this fall, so watch out for that. And what we've been doing from last spring till now, and will continue to do, is work with faculty and students to see how do we best use this space. And uh, through our work, what we've done is identify needs and resources that faculty need to actually be able to deliver content in an active format. And what we've found through our data is a lot of times faculty really want to do it, but either they don't know where to start or how to do it, so my role basically is to work with faculty one-on-one -on -one and talk about their course, identify the learning objectives with them and kind of go backwards from there and see what's the best way we can do this and is there a role for technology in their teaching. And our analysis over the past year and a half has been that it's usually the first three, four weeks that faculty really struggle with it, but once they get the hang of it, they go off to a roaring start. And we've also been uh, working, I've been emailing or meeting with faculty personally to kind of problem solve issues that come up every now and then and kind of remind them that there are all of these great strategies we have and a lot of great tools which don't take a lot of time to set up. And that's been pretty helpful. Um, last fall actually we had a project for animal rights and welfare where students wrote first a 10 page paper, condensed it into an infographic and shared it to on all their social media sites. And their submission for that project was the infographic, the comments, and the stats of sharing, 
but also their reflection of that experience. And what we found was students were put in a spot to actually have to take a stand because they can say anything they want in class, but when it goes out to the public, is their data accurate? Do they really believe in what they're saying? And that was a pretty neat experience for students and for faculty. And um, yeah, so a couple of initiatives we have going is working with faculty one-on-one, -on -one, but also building an online academic technology community, which anyone can join if they go to the uh, WSU learning site, learning.wsu.edu. If you click on there, you get step-by-step -step handouts on to use a lot of different tools, a lot of different strategies. You can hear other faculty share their experiences of teaching, not just in a specifically designed classroom for active learning, but in regular lecture halls as well. You basically answered all my questions, so, uh, so good night. No, I'm just kidding. The digital technology classroom, we're pretty excited about that in the College of Education because it is our next door neighbor. I mean, it's, it's right next door. So how did you, or why did you use Brian 404? What was it about that classroom that made it a nice prototype? I was not involved in that decision. Um, it happened before I took my position as an assistant at the uh, Academic Outreach and Innovation. My understanding was that's the space they had available when they wanted to set up the prototype, so they took that. And that's usually what it all boils down to is whatever is available. Uh, let's talk about data collection and how you collected the data. W was this surveys? Was it you making observations? What was a part of that data collection? We had surveys collected from faculty and students, but I also had focus group with students and one-on-one interviews with faculty at regular intervals. I also made class observations to better fine-tune the recommendations we have for faculty. What kind of questions did you ask to better ascertain what you were looking for? I mean, did you ask things like motivation in classrooms? Like, what was it that you asked? So one thing which we were very interested in is uh, was to see if being in this kind of a setting had any impact on their motivation, whether they wanted to come to class. And those kind of questions we asked a lot, um, all, not just through surveys, but also in person. And we had some students tell us that it was more of a professional setting than they're used to. They felt like they were going to a conference and they had to bring their professional self to the table, which was quite welcoming to know that the environment is making a difference for students. So are you going to take the results that you have and they're going to be on learning.wsu.edu, right? Any other avenues where they'll be, they'll be placed for like recommended solutions? Or? As of now, the academic technology community is the place we're sending out, but what we're also doing is sharing whatever we learn from one faculty one semester with other faculty teaching that semester and in future semesters. We're also working on kind of building a community of practice by connecting different faculty with each other to say, okay, you guys go talk about this. You know this better than we do. And that's been kind of helpful for faculty too to kind of know, hey, I'm not in this alone. There are other people dealing with this and this is what they've done. Let me talk about it. There are actually brown bag sessions held every two weeks uh, on Tuesdays at noon. I was just going to ask, uh, informally, I mean, we do a lot of brown bag sessions. Uh, has there been any talk about doing any kind of active learning like certification program? That's one of our recommendations. I'm working on it. That's going to be taking a while, but the other stuff we're kind of building up to that. All right. Well, Kripa, I, I'm really excited for the building to come in, but uh, you know, building's not really useful unless you use it correctly. So thank you so much for explaining what active learning classrooms are and how we can make our building, the new DTC, uh, 
as awesome as we can. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Education Eclipse, a College of Education podcast from Washington State University.